0: We are building a community of women leaders and strong daughters to create relationships, excel in business, and thrive while living our very best lives. Raising Hope Podcast is a space for women executives to learn and grow personally and professionally to advance in communication, relationships, and life. The pace of life can be fast and exciting, and we want you to feel more confident and successful in everything that you do. The Raising Hope podcast is a space where you can connect with your tribe of bold women who are ready to transform the way you think about success and what it means to you. So let us support you in your next steps, whether that is personally or professionally. going to absolutely love today's episode. I am joined by Jennifer Jacobson and she's a certified success and clarity coach for female entrepreneurs and a master level mental health therapist. She helps female entrepreneurs create clarity and confidence in their business and life so they can generate more cash. She does this using her signature 5C system. So as a wife and a mom of three girls who've worked for many years in the mental health field as a psychotherapist and a business owner, she has a unique perspective on how to ditch the overwhelm and negative self-talk and feel clear, confident, and in control. Our passion is to take female entrepreneurs from the place of feeling doubtful of themselves, confused and overwhelmed, to feeling balanced, confident, and peaceful in their lives so that they can effectively make money without stress and build a business they absolutely love. This episode, which is all about workaholism and perfectionism, the two categories most of us women in any industry, whether that be the corporate or entrepreneurial space, struggle with on a daily basis. So today we are going to help you um, incorporate a few tips and tricks on how to get over those obstacles.
1: Hello everybody, this is Jennifer and Lexi, and we are doing a dual episode today because we thought we would just make our lives easier and work smarter and not harder. So this is coming to you from the Clarity to Cash podcast and the Raising Hope podcast. So uh, Lexi, do you want to add
0: anything? (laughs) Yes, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited.
1: (laughs) So thank you. Yes. For Wonderful. Thank you for having me. So yeah, I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I've always been the last one to go. So I've been challenging myself to go first these days. So, um, just a little bit about me and then we will hear. A little bit about Lexi. So, I am Jennifer Jacobson. As you guys know, if you're listening to Clarity to Cash, if you're not listening to Clarity Cash, if you're listening to Raising Hope, then you might not know me. So, I am a former therapist and a current business and mindset coach for female entrepreneurs. So, I really help female entrepreneurs overcome their mindset blocks so that they can get more clients and make more money in their business. So that's me in a nutshell. (laughs) Love it. Yes. And I am Lex, the owner of Raising Hope LLC, where I
0: am building a community of women leaders and strong daughters to help them build relationships, excel in business and thrive while living their best life.
1: Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I have three daughters. So (laughs) <laughs> that is just so like hits home for me in such a huge way. So that's so exciting. Oh, so, yay. So Lex and I are so excited to be talking to you guys today because we were talking before this episode about two Topics to limiting beliefs, I guess, if you will, um, that come up so often for women in business and entrepreneurship and in the corporate space. And that is, these are the two perfectionism and workaholism, which sounds like really, really bad, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we're just going to be kind of chatting about those two things. And then we're each going to kind of share how. That shows up in our businesses, with our clients, and maybe give you guys some tips if you are struggling with either one of these on how to overcome these blocks in your business. So, yeah, do you want to go ahead, Lex, and kind of share about how these two things show up for maybe for you personally or for your clients?
0: Yeah, definitely. So I see three categories within the perfectionist world. Um, and it's usually like a socially prescribed perfectionist, which is that, um, self-critical feeling, um, immense pressure and I fall in that category. So everything is, you know, very overwhelming, lots of anxiety, and I have to get things done and I have to have this perfect image and, you know, sometimes take way too long on different projects. Um, because I'm like, oh, there's a flaw here. So I keep backtracking. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in some of the clients that I see are, you know, other oriented perfectionists where it might be, they hold others to a higher standard. And so they're always reflecting their own kind of like that self image on other people Mm -hmm. to where nobody can ever meet their standard. And, um, yeah. And then there's the self-oriented perfectionist, which is like the, you know, organized and just very like high striver. And you usually see them achieving goals, very high motivation, very positive, which I kind of fall in that category too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it sounds like a, a good thing, but it again, to excess, it it becomes a bit much. Um, and so, yeah, so that's really within the perfectionist world. That's, that's kind of how it hits me and and the people and the women that I work with.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is I I love how you just like separated it out into these different categories, because I had not really thought about that. But it's interesting, too, because I think perfectionism is sort of this double edged sword, right? Because like it can sort of inspire us to really work hard and do super well in our businesses, or you know if we're working in the corporate space, it really you know it it definitely drives us to do a really great job, but it also can really hold us back and I see perfectionism as a limiting belief because and a limiting thought because when we are When we're being perfectionistic, and really, let's be honest, perfection doesn't exist, right? It's like something that we are trying to attain that doesn't exist. And when we do that, I feel like it's coming from a place of fear. And I think this falls into what you were talking about, like of what other people will think. It's a fear of, you know, what if somebody judges me because I'm not putting this out there as perfect. And then what it leads to a lot of times is procrastination. So when we're being a perfectionist, we're procrastinating. And so one of the fun ways that I love to look at this, that kind of like puts a little bit more of a, I don't know, it's kind of an outside of ourselves sort of spin on it is think about if you, your ideal dream client, this is more for the entrepreneurs out there, your ideal dream client needs you. And the longer you take to get your stuff out there, the longer they are suffering with whatever you could possibly be helping them with, right? So this is so important, I think, to kind of shift the perspective on, you know, perfectionism and, you know, uh, procrastination, right? So if we think about it from our client's perspective, our client really needs us and if we're worrying about being perfect not only are we not getting our stuff out there that could be super helpful for them we are also putting ourselves on this pedestal in a way and then we can't i don't i don't think we can relate to our ideal clients as much right because they don't want somebody who's perfect the people who are watching our stuff the people who are you know consuming our content if we're too perfect they can't relate. Like, they're like, oh, she's so out of my league. Like, she's not even somebody that I can relate to. And the more real we are, the more authentic we are, the more they can relate to us. And so, again, like shifting that, that perspective, it's like, okay, we can really help these people now. So that's kind of how I like to look at it. Because I think it's just a, it's a little bit more freeing too if we look at it from that point of view.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I don't know how many times, um, I've had women say, I wasn't really sure if I could approach you or work with you. And, um, you know, before I started my entrepreneurial, um, you know, adventure, I was in the corporate space and, and that's where a lot of perfectionism came, right. It was, yeah. it was very, um, intimidating. And I felt like I had to have everything right. And I always had to impress everybody. And I was always trying to, climb the ladder and bring women with me but there were like i was intimidated by you because you're you know you were so on it and you were always so confident and internally i'm like i wasn't confident at all i was freaking out and like messing things up or too scared to mess things up so i was never risky you know i was just like in this shell and you're so right it is such a limiting belief and when we can let go of that oh my gosh the possibilities that it opens up um one other thing that I wanted to touch just kind of like a um if I could give a tip for perfectionists and and how to work on overcoming it right because it's such a long journey I feel like to do that it's an everyday action and awareness and um really looking to identify where you find the showing up most mm-hmm. so for me yeah Yeah. Right. So it was always in the office. It was always, you know, 11 o'clock at night when the emails were coming through, I was so scared. Like, what if I miss this email? And then somebody's upset that I missed it. So really identifying those really hard points of where does this show up most in my life? Right. Um, And then once you can identify that it's easier to be like, okay, hold on. I've been here, you know, I've been here and I know that that email's come through at 11 o'clock and I've sent an email back and nobody's responded yeah. until eight o'clock the next morning, you know? So it's, it's really giving yourself grace to say, okay, I know that I have this internal battle, but mm. I'm going to give myself grace and I'm going to work on it day over day. And if I can start to identify the little areas, and even if I change that one small action of I'm not going to check my email at 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, overcome that impulse to do it. Yeah. The next day it's so rewarding when you're like, I did that. And you know what? The world didn't end. I was <laughs> like, yes. this is great. Yes. And then it just helps you, um, you know, take on the next challenge, whatever that might be. It might be a bigger one in your life. So I'm um, just really looking at those smaller implementations and ways that you can kind of maneuver around it and and give yourself grace, right? We're human. We're learning.
1: Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that is brilliant. And I think that is like such a, I think that makes it so much more, how can I I put this like easy, easy to attack, right? Like you, you know, you have this like limitation, but if you just focus on, okay, where is this showing up the most in my life? And you can kind of just take these like baby steps. Okay. This is where it's showing up the most. This is how I'm going to like address that in this one, one area today. And I'm going to keep practicing that because that's like, you know, these little habits really build up over time. So I think that's so brilliant. And awareness. um, Part of what I think you're saying, too, is like awareness is key, like really knowing where that's showing up and where it's holding you back is really the first step in being able to address it. So yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. Do you have any other um tips and i'll see if i can think any think of any other ones for my yeah. for um how it shows up for my clients i already talked about how it kind of shows up with um you know just yeah like procrastination and it holding you know holding my clients back so often is like you know you just keep like trying to make it more and more and more perfect and then it's not getting out there. So, but do you have any other tips on like really great ways to just like move past that block for people?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely number one is always awareness, but um, after that is surround yourself with women or men in, you know, again, in, in any circumstance that make you feel a way that, that seems okay and safe Mm. to show up even when things aren't perfect. Um, and I just experienced this just recently, uh, with a couple of girls that they're like, I can't let go. I just, you know, I feel like I just have to hold on so tightly to this, this one thing that might not be good enough. And, you know, like walking through the scenario too, of, what if you put yourself in that very end result? Like, what is the worst case scenario? Mm. If you sent something and it was terrible or you had, you know, five (laughs) mistakes in there, like, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? And, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, I'd be mortified. I'd die. And I'm like, no, you really wouldn't. You know, like this isn't something that's, that's going to be that severe, but you might then think like, oh, somebody's going to be mad at me, but really they might say, hey, I realized that you had like five mistakes in this email that you sent. Is everything okay? Or they might just reach out and and try to help you identify. Um, But I think when we raise our hand, we ask for help that is when we start to like really embrace ourselves and really start to understand that everybody has this type of fear and mm-hmm. everybody makes mistakes. And that's how we learn from it. That's how we grow. And if we stop ourselves from that process, how are we ever going to explore the beauty of life or or what we could do Yeah. instead of holding ourselves back?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I would also add to that, like, if you send something out there and it's got a bunch of mistakes in it, like I I also would love to look at the other side of that. Like I think for me, if I saw that, I'd be like, oh my God, I love that this person is so human, just like me, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> they might yes, be, wait, absolutely. what's going on? You never make all these mistakes. Are you, you know, what's going on? Are you having a crazy time in your life? Or they might be like, oh my God, I'm so glad Lex is just like me. She like totally forgets to do this thing or whatever. So again, I just think it like makes us so human. <laughs> and I think it's just like, it's kind of a relief to know that like other people mess up too, right? And it can help us to feel, yeah, better about ourselves. But if you're a perfectionist, I think sometimes what what really... Is important to like notice is what are the like what are the thoughts that are underneath it right like what are the thoughts that like if you are saying to yourself like I really need to be perfect in what I put out there I really need to be perfect in my email I need to be perfect in my social media post if you really ask yourself the question like what is the thought that's underneath that? What is the, you know, maybe I I think it always comes from fear, right? There's got to be some fear underlying it. So like, what am I afraid of? What would, you know, and I love, I love your idea of like playing out the worst case scenario, right? Like what really will happen? But if you look at those thoughts underneath it and really question them, like, you know, so maybe your thought is, you know, oh my gosh, somebody's going to think I'm stupid, right? Or something like yeah. that, right? So I think it's like really saying, okay, do you think that's true? Like, is it possible that, you know, maybe that's not true at all? And maybe the other person is going to be like, like I was saying, like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad they're like a human being as well, you know? And the other thing is that, you know, it, it could be possible that if those other people are thinking that thought, oh my gosh, she's stupid. Like maybe those are people you don't want in your life anyway. Right. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. That was a huge one for me actually was,
0: was always feeling like somebody's going to think I'm stupid. And, um, that has also come up a lot. So I'm really glad that you said that. I think that's so important that one, I, I believe we all probably have those types of thoughts. Um, but just, yeah, you know, like, People probably aren't thinking that, but to your point, if they were, why would you want to surround yourself by somebody who even, you know, remotely makes you feel that way or that you, you know, could actually be thinking that, but that just seems like a toxic relationship and a whole another evaluation might need yeah. to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: Yes. yeah. I love it. All right. So um, I'm I'm wondering, okay, should I'm wondering if we should move on to workaholism? Yeah, because I feel like I've given a few tips, you've given a few tips on perfectionism. But, you know, anyone who's struggling with this issue of perfectionism, like reach out to either one of us, like send us a DM. Like we can definitely offer some tips to help you with your particular situation. But in terms of workaholism, like, I, um, I don't know. Yeah, this is definitely one that can come up both in the corporate space as in, you know, the entrepreneur, entrepreneur space, such a hard word to say. It really is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's really, um, and it comes to that question of like, how to have more balance in your life. So my, some of my clients, they definitely feel like the harder they work, the more clients they're going to get, the more money they're going to make. And I often challenge that belief because really like if we're working too hard, if we're just, you know, pushing ourselves, pushing ourselves all the time, like we're going to lead ourselves into burnout. And this is happens time and time again. So, and what I find is like, when you can find that space to, you know, spend some time just not working, have some quiet time, even during the day throughout your workday, it actually increases your energy so that you're going to do a better job with what you're doing. You're going to show up in a more effective and powerful way to your clients, the people around you. And really, I I just really feel strongly that like you get this also like rush of creativity if you're not working so hard you know, so long all the time. So those are kind of the things that I think, um, can help people to work less is to remember those things. Um, but what are your, what are some of your thoughts on workaholism? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that. I, I love all of that. It's, I think it's so important. Um, we do, we really think like if we get into the hustle culture and if we, work nonstop, um, that we're gonna get so much further. But then we have to think about how tired are we? Mm.
1: Um
0: when we're tired, we make more mistakes, right? And there there goes perfectionism. (laughs) Like so it's like, okay, now we're we're diving into really dangerous territories. And then also do you find that you're cutting other people out, like very important people. Um for me is my family and my children and my husband. Um you know I might put a date night on the side versus so I'm like, oh I need to work on my business um or i you know i need to get this promotion so i'm just going to set you aside for a second uh and you know and and that's a very raw vulnerable real thing and and then it's kind of like okay wait but if i'm not spending time with the people that i love where's the joy in that yeah. you know am i happy no i'm just working to work to prove something to other people um and i think that that's also really hard and that's a lot where workaholism ties into too is who are we doing it for yeah. And what are we trying to prove? So are we doing it because, you know, like um I currently work in corporate and I'm an entrepreneur. So I have a, a very long day, but I have to be careful with my balancing act and you know, I put my business in the beginning. Like that's when I wake up, that's my most creative time. I do yoga, I meditate, I journal, then I do what I need to do for like my action steps to keep my business going. And then I go into my corporate world, but there's always like a space. And I think the more that I take those spaces, um, I just went to the event in Arizona this weekend, took a big break and I didn't do any work on my corporate or my own business. I took a lot of content pictures, but I I enjoyed the women that I was around and the inspiration and the creativity that I got from doing that was out of this world. And old me and you know, past clients, if we would have ever thought to do that before, I've been like, I'm missing so much. I'm not doing what I need to do. I can't take three days and do nothing. But I'm like, now this morning, the amount of work that I got done and the amount of messages that people give me are, are amazing. So I'm like, this is really great. And and so it's again, that return on investment. If you invest in you, allow yourself time to rest and relax, um, and connect with the people that you love the more creative and ambitious and motivated and inspired you become.
1: Absolutely. Yes. And I think it gives us so much clarity too when we kind of take a step away from our business, we can really look at like, what really matters here, right? Because yeah, I mean, you're extremely busy, like you're working a corporate job, you have your own business that you're trying to grow on the side, and you've got this family. And it's like, yeah, it's like, what is it all for? Like we really have to take a step back and ask ourselves like, you know, what is what is joy like what is this journey about? and you know I think most of us will come back to like we're doing it, what's your big why right like that's what I always ask my client what's your big why, and we're usually doing it so that we can have freedom so we can be with our family so we can experience happiness and joy in our lives so if we're if if we're working towards some like you know, kind of like fictitious ending, right? Like we're we're trying to like get to that like happily ever after, right? It's never gonna come. Like we have to like be present and we have to enjoy the journey because, you know, life is unpredictable. We never know what's gonna happen. So we definitely don't want to, you know, just work and work and work to get to some point in the future that may never come. We wanna definitely feel like, we're experiencing everything now. And I think that is, yeah, that's so incredibly important. And I love that you took the break and went to the conference. I was at the same one. Yeah, (laughs) I I know. Every year, (laughs) I do that every year. Shout out to powerhouse women. Um, (laughs) Yes, I just, I think it's so great to surround ourselves with other women who are on the journey too. And yes, be around people who are, inspiring people who can really lift us up and so yeah when you take those breaks do it in a way that inspires you I love that Lex you do yoga and meditate and do all those things because really that's giving yourself this like energy that you can come back even more effectively and powerfully than you would have otherwise right yes (laughs) (laughs) see, and we need to laugh and have fun too, right? (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. It's so true. It really is. And, um, yeah, if I could give one tip when it comes to workaholism, I I think again, figuring out why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. Um, and I know for me, it is to be financially free and it is to have more time with my family. Um, but I know if I, put them in the trenches now, why would they want to do it with me later? Um, you know, and to your point, we don't know how much time we have, you know, so it's, it's really like taking that time and being intentional, um, and reprogramming, right. Because we might not have been somewhere before where we're like, well, I have to keep hustling because I, you know, this promotion's not going to be forever, but is it worth that promotion? Um, you know, is, is it worth trying to work with everybody instead of, individuals that you know that you could wholeheartedly help. Um, you know, and really just again, time is the most precious thing and, and we really have to to use it wisely.
1: I agree. Yes. We can always make more money. We can always, you know, find a way to have more cash in our lives, but we can never get back the time. So I think that's so incredibly powerful. Yeah. And I just think with workaholism, like it's just it's so important to have that balance. Really, it is because yeah, what's it all for anyway. So I think we're definitely on the same page as far as that goes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wonder, yeah, so if there's anyone out there, again, like struggling with this one, let us know. Because I mean, for sure, I used to struggle with perfectionism. I used to struggle with workaholism. You know, I, I worked you know, I used to be a therapist. So I I literally worked like a nine to five. And then I would go see clients in the evening, like my, my days were so jam packed. And, you know, I couldn't do that now. Now, after having children, like that would not work at all for me. But I think definitely like working smarter and not harder is so important, too. And so that's one thing I try to work with my clients on is like, how can we really make the most time of the most of the time that you have right because if we are just running ourselves into the ground it's not going to it's it's not going to be sustainable right and one of my Huge things that I talk about is like consistency in our business. We have to be consistent. And if we're working 80 hours a week and we're killing ourselves, we can't be consistent. And that's not to say you aren't going to have to do some work. We all have to do some work. And I know there's lots of people uh, out on social media that says, oh, you can make, you know, seven figures with working four hours a week. And that is not true. So we have to figure out like, what are the really important things that we need to do in our day to, you know, make the biggest impact. So I think that's so important. And if you don't know what that is, like definitely talk to Lex and I, and we can help you figure that out.
0: Yeah. I love that systems, right? We all have to have that routine and a system.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause habits are so much more important than like, Anything, right? Because we need to be consistent. We need to keep putting ourselves out there. So
0: for sure. Yeah. Love that. Oh my gosh.
1: All so right. Fun. So I think we've said a lot about these topics. <laughs> Is there anything else on your heart or on your mind that you want to throw out there about any of these? Or um, would you like to share maybe some more about how people can work with you?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, as always, like, yeah, definitely. Like Jennifer said, if you would like to talk, you can always DM me on Instagram. That is my biggest platform. So at Lexi's passion is my personal page with my family and all of the things are on there or raising hope. uh, uh, LLC is my professional page. And that is just where you will find, you know, like when blogs post, uh, when podcasts are out or when I have upcoming um, work going on, but I do have a mastermind in the works, which we'll find out more as, uh, as we kind of move into September. So I'm so excited about that. Um, But yeah, I just, I want to bring women and daughters and families and everybody together, because I think, again, we don't have enough time with our, the people that we cherish and I, I want everybody to have that time.
1: Amazing. I love that so much. I can't wait to hear more about your mastermind. That's so excited. Yes. Everyone go follow Lex on Instagram. I'm the same. I love Instagram. I love hanging out there. Um, So yeah, you guys can definitely follow me there. I have both one-on-one and group programs as well. And it's really to help you to just, you know, overcome whatever's getting in the way so that you can get more clients and make that impact and income that you really want to make in your business. So loved this chat today. This was so much fun. I love that we worked smarter and not harder today. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) One episode on both podcasts. Again, um, mine is Clarity to Cash. And Lex's podcast is Raising Hope. So check them both out. If you're not already there listening right now, go to the other one check it out. Tons of great free value on both platforms. So, so much fun chatting with you today, Lex. You too. Thank you. Thanks everybody. (laughs) Talk to you soon. I hope you
0: enjoyed today's episode on the Raising Hope podcast, where we're dedicated to creating a space for women leaders to learn and grow both personally and professionally to advance in communication, relationships, and life. Stay connected by joining my text list. Just text the word mentor to 802-523-2800. This will be linked in the show notes, but again, that was 802 523 2800. Talk soon.